Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. Hello, hello, you beautiful soul. Welcome back to Soul Led Spirit Driven. So excited that you're here. It's just a wee little me here again. But I've got a really good episode for you. It is another episode that the topic was um, requested in my Solid Spirit Driven group. That's my Facebook group, my free Facebook group, by the way. If you are not a member yet, come on over. The link is in the show notes. So grab that and come and join us. I call it my purpose activation portal and some more epic things are coming I'm planning them but it is really like a place where you get inspired and we do cards we do pendulum um, workshops it's amazing anything to get the juices flowing get you on the right path so I've put out the call to uh, the beautiful ladies in solid spirit driven what they would like me to talk more about and one of the things was about um, live lessons and soul contracts are they the same can you break them how does it work so i am bringing to you this episode Life lessons and soul contracts. I feel like I want to add to it past life trauma, cutting cords, and karma. Because they're all essentially in a very similar umbrella. But perhaps (laughs) we may not have enough time in this episode to talk about them all. Okay, so first of all, let me explain what your life lessons are now as always put anything i say through your filters because and i feel like i have to say this just in case if you have never heard me say this before um i want you to understand how how to understand this and why i say put it through your own filters because you see Essentially, we all have the ability to tap into this source and receive this information. However, the way we receive information is different for everyone. Everyone receives it in a different way. Some get stronger, some less. Some get imprints, symbols, signs, um, sounds, smells, tastes, all that stuff. And for some, it is like as clear as day. So because we all receive this information in a different way, it's a little bit like a crash scene where there was a car accident, there's five people who saw it, and yet when the police asks each one of them, they'll get five different versions. They were all there, they all saw it, but everyone has their own version, depending on, you know, what senses are the strongest, right? Same is with this. So I always feel like I want to say this because I don't want you to ever think that what I say is gospel. If it resonates with you, if it makes sense, 
that means your soul is recognizing it it's just in it knowing and sometimes maybe you need to hear the same thing but from someone else maybe in a different way but here's my version as it was presented to me as i have received it okay and this is how i explain to my clients in their life path readings so essentially um lessons are what your soul chooses to learn in a lifetime sometimes they can learn it in less than a lifetime and then the next life lessons will pop up sometimes it'll take them and this is probably the most common case it'll take them lifetimes to learn a life lesson that is though the main purpose for souls coming down to earth and you know reincarnating constantly so first of all if you don't believe in reincarnation if you don't believe that you can go back if you actually believe that um, you know once you die you become bug food that's it it's over then you will not enjoy anything that I will say after this but my guess is and not that there is anything wrong with believing that it's fine because everyone believes different things but my guess is if you're here listening to this if you stick around then there must be some little grain of you if not a big grain that believes that our souls are limitless and timeless and they just keep coming back till they have been enlightened and the way they get enlightened is by becoming pure and they become pure if they learn their lessons a soul will want to explore different sides so different polarities of a lesson so so that in one lifetime they might explore um, wealth in the other one maybe being poor maybe and this all depends it's very case by case but if in one lifetime a soul wanted to experience wealth but as a human they were not so nice they abused their power they took more than they had to at the end during life review session the soul will feel so bad maybe that they will want to in the next lifetime rein it back a little bit and they rein it back by either deciding okay i want to be born into a poor family and i'm going to work hard to really appreciate wealth when it comes i want to be poor or maybe i want to learn the lessons that you learn like humility and gratitude through being poor so that they set out this plan they pick the parents that will be the best catalysts for this it's like a planned out road trip but of course they leave open-ended um, endings for the human to go in and fill in the gaps and the human might be born into poverty and maybe the plan was to overcome it to work hard or not hard make it maybe share their story but maybe the human is so living with that story of being poor that they cannot 
create wealth because the human part, the body, as in the brain, the mind, as in the ego, and the emotions, as in how they feel as a result of external factors, because that is really what governs us. And the trick is to feel, to control your emotions, to be in charge of your emotions, and to not allow external factors to, to determine how you feel, right? But the human, that's a learning experience in its own. The human is often... Um, guided by how others, the stories others have implanted in them, um, how others make them feel. So as a result, the human may be so stuck in that story of I am poor, I am unworthy, I'm not worthy of wealth, that they never go on to create wealth. So then after that, the soul has another life review and says, oh, that didn't really go as planned. I was meant to experience poverty, but so that I can overcome, create wealth and, let's say, show gratitude, abundance and help others. So then the next lifetime, they try different things. So do you see, it's almost like your soul is in a play, trying on all these different characters, playing dress-ups, if you like. And I love emphasizing this because as humans we get so stuck in our story like this is the one story that we have and we get so stuck in it like if you were born poor if you somehow carry this poor story or unworthiness or something happened to you in the past we tend to carry it throughout our lives and it becomes like this compass almost that guides our moves everything that we do and as a result of that, we almost become prisoners of it. We don't live in alignment. We don't live a fulfilled life. Because this anchor of our past is holding us back. So life lessons, to know your life lessons, is to understand why maybe things are happening to you the way they are, why maybe you had the childhood that you have, why, why maybe the, those particular people in your life are there, why they support you, why they trigger you. And then it's almost like you get this bird's eye view on your current situation and you get to, like something just shifts. So it's almost like I show my clients this bird's eye view of, their life and who they are and why they are the way they are through these life lessons, through life path reading. And then things change and they are able to see it from a different perspective. And it's not like they decide, okay, from tomorrow on, I will be a different person. I'll be more motivated. I will change my story. It just happens. It just happens. So life lessons are more, um, I guess, the reason why a soul has come down in, to earth in this particular lifetime. It is a stepping stone to enlightenment. It's not the be all, end all, be here in this one lifetime. Soul contracts, on the other hand, are contracts that are made with another soul pre-birth. 
so the way this works is before the soul goes into a lifetime into a body into a human body it has a pre-birth planning session that's probably the best way i can call it and in this pre-birth planning session they would sit there's a council of higher guides there are other souls usually souls that are from the same soul group or souls that are reincarnating together always and often this is to, with, with um, people that you're really really close with and they would sit and they would decide okay i'm going down this is my plan this is how i want this life to be these are the open ends where the human me will plug in things as it sees fit okay i need my cast now i need my actors now and so it will ask souls to be either supporting guides or the challenges now the challenging guides are not bad souls they're not evil souls that play bad people they are the ones actually that have taken one for the team okay they say okay i really want to help you learn this life lesson so i am willing to play the bully the mean parent the you know abusive husband i'm going to play this role to help you with your life lessons okay so then we're born now the human us obviously forgotten about the plans but as because we have free will and because we have these in this whole road trip plan that our soul has planned out and mapped out there are some open-ended sort of exits or points where the human can plug in and fill the gaps the human gets distracted the human gets sidetracked and bogged down by everyday minutia that surrounds him okay everyday life gets in the way as they say relationships with people now if you operate from your higher self which usually happens after you've awakened and you've realized you're not just this human you know this dense body here um destined to run into people clash with people get heartbreaks and all that stuff but instead you realize that hang on a minute these are players in this plan that my soul has mapped out if they trigger me maybe they are actually helping me to learn a lesson so usually you can find this out in like um like in my life path readings in um i believe when you do akashic record readings um there might be some of that um but also as long as you are aware that like I, i'm about to tell you that you have guides in this life they're not good and bad guides they're just guides some support you some challenge you either way they're helping you learn your life lessons and that you have life lessons that concept can help you to connect the dots which in return will 
hopefully shift things for you so that you can navigate through even the most challenging relationships with ease because all of a sudden you're able to put this distance and I don't mean physical distance although that is fine too if that's what you want to do with some people but I mean you are able to put this distance between you and the person that is triggering you if you know that they are a guide here to help you learn your lessons by triggering you. Okay, so Kasha has lost the plot. How does that work? How can someone who's triggering me, and aka you're probably having someone in particular in mind as I say this, and you think how in the name of can they possibly be helping me when they trigger me so much when they clash with me how can it be here's how because let's say your life lesson is to learn assertiveness okay or strength or patience or love and let's say you clash with um your mother-in-law or your father-in-law your own parents, siblings, best friends. Well, if you think about it, the situations that, because obviously they don't remember that they're guides, that they've made this agreement with you, right? They don't remember. <laughs> and you're thinking they're just being assholes. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. They don't remember. But when you think about the situations that they present you with maybe the things that they say to you maybe the, the the things that they do when you look at your life lessons are they not teaching you to be patient are they really not trying to teach you love because it takes a whole lot of love to love these people right are they not teaching you to be assertive in their presence because maybe they're overbearing or they're energy vampires or they want take 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 all the time so look at the people around you and think about you know the soul contracts that possibly were made now this concept might feel like how do I but how do I know and I'll tell you in a minute how you can know without my help. But before we go there, I also want to tell you about soul contracts who maybe don't serve you in this lifetime. So sometimes souls do this soul contract where they take one for the team, but they're on the receiving end and as humans, they suffer. Okay, so let's say, um, let's say your parent is here to learn maybe um, love or strength or responsibility and they've been really terrible as parents but the soul contract that your soul has signed with their soul is that they will learn their life lessons as in maybe strength or whatever and you will be on the painful receiving end which means as humans, they may neglect you, they may act irresponsibly because, after all, their life lesson is being responsible. Or they may act very needy 
and always relying on you since you were little, right? And they, they, they're here to learn independence or strength. And so you are, you've agreed to help them, but your human you is helping by giving in, by assisting, by allowing them to mistreat you. So it doesn't serve the human you, and it doesn't really help them, right? So to know this, you can break the soul contract. You can break it. And you break it by, again, like, for example, I have healing sessions. And my healing sessions are for that, to break soul contracts, to um, clear any past life wounds, any past life trauma. And I'm sure that if you looked up books, there's books, how you can do it. I guess the problem is when you DIY this kind of thing is that the human you, the ego part, sometimes might get in a way and might question, is this going to work? If you do it yourself, is it real? Is it happening? Is this it? That seemed very easy. And so the more that mind, that chattery mind starts to chatter and question it and ask and you doubt yourself, the less effective this will be. Whereas I feel like if you go, if you come into a session, whether it's mine or someone else's, um, when you come into a healing session like this, you kind of put your faith into the practitioner, into the person. And... I'm pretty sure even through hypnosis, NLP, you can do it maybe too. So you put your faith into these people. So that tells your brain that always things, you know, remember your ego brain who always tells you that everyone else has the answers, but you will say, oh, okay, you're going to someone else. They, someone who has all the answers. Okay, you'll be fine. And so it works. But you can absolutely DIY this. So breaking soul contracts, for example, two lovers who are trying to make things work and it just doesn't work. No matter how hard they try, it's just not working. But they keep coming back and they keep coming back and it's like each one can't move on. And it's because they are tight. There's a red cord, as I said, that's binding them together. It's that soul contract and you need to cut the cord. But now let me tell you about um, how do we suspect, like when we suspect that maybe um, we have soul contracts with someone. So of course, the first thing is when you are, for example, with someone and it's not working things are, you know, and you just don't understand why, and it just doesn't work, and it just doesn't work, or every conversation just doesn't work. Now, you can meditate on it, you can ask your guides to show you what is the soul contract that I have with this person. Please show me, I want to fix it, and you should be able to see it now this may not happen straight away especially if you're not used to working with your guides 
but it'll totally if you keep practicing you will see it um another thing is you visualize like you visual you're sitting there and you're visualizing this situation with this particular person and you change the ending of the conversation so let's say your last conversation didn't go that well you go back to that conversation you feel those feelings you allow yourself to get almost like like re, re um reenact those or refeel those feelings that you felt during that conversation and then you change the ending to something that feels good for you okay you may have to do this a few times because again the ego brain is going to make you think that you can't do it yourself and sometimes it's it's just not working and that's when the clients come to me because when we do it together things shift somehow because I'm like the the person that's on the outside I'm not in it I'm not you know part of your chitter chatter so when your brain starts chitter chatting and you start doubting yourself it loses power so those are soul contracts and life lessons so they're two different things seemingly but they're connected just like everything else um and sometimes soul contracts just bind you with this person and everything's amazing and you are doing great but you don't have to if there's something if there's a soul contract in place you will know because you can't move on you can't move on you keep going back and this can be a parent-child relationship this can be between two lovers this can be between siblings like you you clash when you see each other but you can't stay away from each other at the same time and that's usually because there's a soul contract in place. And of course, if you need help and you think that I am the right person to help you, that you can trust me, then I would absolutely love to help you. I do have the unfolding sessions, which are the healing sessions. Um, they are for healing past life wounds, um, inner child wounds, healing you know any blocks that you have that are from your past life but also cutting those contracts and cords so anything like that i have the unfolding sessions i have to tell you i'm sitting in my office in my car and it's so hot and as i was talking to you i was receiving messages i guess what to talk about what to mention to you and it's it's really interesting when this happens because I, I feel like i slow down i slur my speech because i'm listening but i'm also trying to tell you life as i'm being you know fed this these blocks of information and this is how it is when you work with guides um if you are listening to this as this podcast just you know this episode just came out and you think wow maybe liberato would help me to work with guides i think i wouldn't mind that would sound great come and join us you still can you would not have missed much you can come in and jump if it's been a while then probably it's too late liberato has finished <laughs> um but then i would love to invite you to either solid spirit driven my facebook group or also, um, I might see you maybe during one of my sessions. Have a beautiful week. 
let me know how you go if you have tried changing anything breaking soul contracts i would love to know have a gorgeous week bye